Welcome back to another episode of Artist to Artist presented by Artist Public. Once again, I'm Nick. That's Christian. Please remember, it would be cool if you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'd be really cool. You don't have to do it. We won't show up at your house in the middle of the night, knock on your windows, you know, force you to do anything. It'd be kind of cool. But if you do, you have the honor of listening to the podcast today. If you don't, you need to leave right now. Just kidding. We're not that mean. So let's kick it off. Today with our guest, we have Taylor Barber, who is the vocalist for Left to Suffer. The band has 122,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, 600,000 views on their highest view video on YouTube, all while working with Josh Travis, Loki Cow, Tom Barber, and plenty more in just over two years of being a band. Now let's dive in and see what Left to Suffer is all about. First off, thank you for uh, taking time out of your day to come and hang out with us and chat for a little bit. Um, no issue at all. Excellent. Um, I always love to start these things off by just kind of asking, you know, what is your story? You know, how did you kind of come into the music industry? How did Left to Suffer come about? You know, tell us a little bit about that. So growing up, uh, I was like, I, well, I really wasn't like, personally into music i had like a brother and like he was like he did music and stuff all the time and so i was just was like oh that's really cool but i was like playing football so i never really got the chance when i was a kid because of you know circumstances i just was trying to make my parents happy and so i was just always playing football then i played college football for like a year and i just was like not happy at all and i came home Parents didn't like that I just dropped out of college, so they kicked me out, and I was homeless living in my Jeep, and I met this guy at this vape bar because I was, like, hanging out with at the vape bar all the time because I was homeless and had literally had nothing else to do with my life, and he was, like, playing this, like, you know, this band, Miss May I, and I was just like, oh, sick, dude, like, I listen to metal, too, like, that's cool, and then, like, he was like, yo, well, you know, I'm starting a band, and I was like, oh, sick, dude, and, like, I went and I tried out for that band, and that was, like, my first local band that I got into and I was like, okay, cool. And then I just kind of like fell in love with it after that. And then fast forward through like four or five really shitty, terrible local bands. uh, I met the guys from left to suffer and we were originally called lost at last. They were another local band. And then they just kicked out their vocalist and picked me up. And then it was just like, as soon as I joined, like we all just kind of like started clicking. Everyone got it on a different level. And like I, we were like, okay, cool. Like, let's start writing music together. Because I came in and put vocals on something that they wrote completely before I was in the band, so I never got to do anything. And so when we started to write music together, we were like, yo, this is like way different. This isn't this band that we're in right now. Like, this is a whole different thing. So we met Jeff Menig, and he was the marketing director at the Masquerade. And I used to work at the Masquerade, kind of during like the first local band times. I like did security and shit there. So, like, you know, I brushed shoulders with him, kind of got to know him. And I hit him up because we wrote this one song and it was our first song called Burden. And I was like, hey, dude, like, how would you release this? Because, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to that. Am I allowed to cuss on this, by the way? I'm totally sorry. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so, like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was just like, okay, listen to it. And he was like, I want to have a meeting with you, you know all the little tiny logistics in between we met with him he convinced us to be like hey you need to just like make a new band like start from scratch and then like start from there and then that's how left to suffer was born and yeah ever since then it's just been we've just been pumping away 
nonstop since we started, you know, with Jeff. And it's just been really cool. That's sweet. That is really cool. And I would like to note that, like, it's cool, like, where you're at. Like, you guys have been doing this for basically, I think, two years, you said. Yep. And you already have, like, one of the dopest icons that I've ever seen, which is the fact that, like, you guys are on the freaking cover of the Deathcore Spotify playlist. Yeah, dude. When we when that happened, that like, was nuts, dude. <laughs> I was like, that's that's so cool. And yeah. um yeah, that's that's sick. And but yeah, going no. all that, I yeah, I just had to say that because that's sick. Like that is, is that is sick. And so well, so going off of that though, is the the point about Jeff is an awesome starting point because I always say, you know, and also with you, it's like you bet you it's your career has been like First off, I would say entrepreneurship, which is my world, is the act of jumping off a cliff and building a plane on the way down. Literally, dude. You jumped off a cliff, you dropped out, you said, you know what, fuck everything, I'm out. And yep. But that puts you in that uncomfortable situation where you're like, okay, I got to figure this shit out. Yep. And so then you force yourself to figure this shit out. Then you went into the world, you're like, okay, I'm going to meet this guy. And he's going to take me here. He's going to take me here. And kind of in life like people don't realize is like you had four shitty local bands that were each four steps but each one of those bands you probably learned something from that took you into the next band and then the next band and the next band absolutely you know and i was like i was surrounded by these people like all through these local bands that like yeah they treated it they treated it like it was a hobby you know what i mean and ever since i like I, you know at first obviously i wasn't just like instantaneously like i want this to be my job you know i went into it i was like yo this is new I started learning things and I started like, you know, figuring out how to like book shows and like how to like, you know, do social media posting and like how to like connect with people and how like connections work and like you can, you know, whatever. And just how like the kind of like the local scene worked and like no, no, no one around me really would, was do, were doing anything. And so like I was just kind of like outworking everybody in these bands and then just like continuously learning from other people from other bands as I'm like just kind of sifting my way through all these people. And that's like what I always what you were literally just saying is exactly what I tell anybody because all these kids and like hit me up and they're like dude like what the hell like how does left to suffer like what like what like what are you guys doing that's like so special that like you guys are just doing so well for two years and I was like dude it's because every one of the people like everyone in, in our band like has had a moment where it's like yo it's either like I just continue on this path that I'm not happy on or I just say like, boom, fuck it. And I'm going to like try something. And like, that was it for all of us. Like, dude, like my guitarist was in the army and he came home and like, it was just like not great for him when he got back. And then, you know, my, my bass player dropped out of college for him too. But he was like, he was literally like two semesters away from getting a degree. And he was like, fuck it. I'm going to do left to suffer you know, and like, you know, it just goes down the line, you know, like in our drummer, like we just got lives in Alabama, dude, he's been in the band for five, four or five months and he's already moving into Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, it's just these, like, you just meet these people who are so driven and you're just half, you have to sacrifice for, for things that you want, you know? Yeah. And like a lot of people who are like, Oh man, like I really want to be a musician, but they like, don't ever put any steps and like, you have to sacrifice sometimes whether it be huge sacrifices or small sacrifices, like you're going to have to, you know, take these losses sometimes for things that you want to do, you know? 
yeah. they just don't like a lot of people don't don't want to be uncomfortable, but it's okay to be uncomfortable, especially when it comes to you know doing something that you love. Well, like they always say, um, there's like a, a like there's all those like famous pages on Instagram like post all those motivational quotes. I remember one posted, and although it's applied to money, it can be applied to anything, which is in the money sense. The quote was like being poor is hard. Being rich is hard. Choose your heart. And that is exactly true with everything you want to do. You know what? Being a doctor is hard and being a musician is hard. Which do you want to do? Choose your heart. You know, and like people, I think people think that like they have, they like, they feel like they, for whatever circumstance that they're met with, that they have to do something. But like you yeah. don't have you don't have to do anything. You're allowed to do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Sometimes the path for the things that you want to want to do versus what you feel like you have to do. Like in your mind, you think that like the thing you have to do is like easier and it's better for you. But like I would much rather be like kind of poor and on the road and being like, wow, I can only afford to make chicken in Ohio than fucking miserable and like just fucking drinking myself to death, which is what I was doing in college. You know what I mean? Like I was just fucking, I was drunk all the time. I was like, yo, this is not my thing. I was like skipping class and like going into Boston and just being like, yo, like I'm drunk in the middle of the street, like at fucking four o'clock in the morning and I have a 6 a.m. workout. Like, this is like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, you know, there's, there's these like, it's just like, I mean, I've, I've, I've just, it's hard to like explain that to people because they're just like, well, you know, I have this that I'm already doing, you know, and I'm not happy. So why would I just give up on it for something that I have to build something that I'm going to be happy for? And it's just like, dude, I would pick my, like my mental state over anything. You know what I mean? Like I would much rather be happy doing what I'm doing than just fucking miserable for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. And the, the parents thing is an interesting thing too, because um, most, most people probably in the world don't know, but I actually dropped out of college to run this company. And my, my mom was the same way. She was very strangled me. Um, and, you know, but that's the thing. We as people do things most of the time that we don't want to do because we are told by other people or we do it to impress people that we don't even care about. Yep. And like the, the famous statement of like, we buy things we don't need to impress people we don't like with money we don't have like it's the it's the it's the quote-unquote flex dude that's everybody's like they just want to fucking flex on like these like imaginary friendships that they're building you know what i mean like all of these people it's all materialistic you know over that shit and i you know i love my parents to death okay i'm not even (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and be like yo they suck you know what i mean we've definitely had our differences and there's 100 been like a rift between us after that whole college situation, but that has gotten a lot better since left to suffer is starting to do like decent. You know what I mean? Like we are starting to do a lot more than all of the other local bands that I was in, but like they just didn't get the process. You know what I mean? And they always think they associated me doing music with like doing drugs or so, you know what I mean? They just thought like, they just had this weird, world that they built in their head that they were like oh he's fucking doing heroin in a bathroom in a fucking you know what i mean i was like no i'm not like i fucking like it's like it's not even like that it's literally not even like that but they just don't get it and you know it's just like it's i don't know man i, was, I don't know i just kind of revolves back to that i don't think that a lot of like the older generation either gets 
like taking the leap of like doing something that you really want to do. Yeah. You know, I think that they just got like, especially for like people who never got to do that. Cause there's obviously, you know, older generational people who are probably doing things that they love, but like 90% of people, you know, they get stuck in a situation where like my mom had me when she was 17, she had to go get a job and she had to kind of just like, you know what I mean? Like just it out. Yeah. whatever, you know? And it's just kind of like, you know, she didn't get to do that. So I feel like that's also what plays into it too, is she just doesn't get it. You know, like I, I don't have a kid, you know what I mean? So I'm allowed to do it the fuck I want, you know? And like, <laughs> I don't, ha- I don't have someone that I have to take care of. Like, you know, so it's just like, I'm just like, you know, I'm me and doing my thing. And like, she just never got to experience that. So like, that's where that rift in my head, I, I believe comes from. But yeah, pl- sorry. I just went off on a tangent. No, but- <laughs> love it i did i did too so christian i'm handing it over to you (laughs) that's funny no it's cool um this is all really good stuff and i i think i guess one thing that i'm curious about i i'm not the most in tune with the metal world um and you know you, you talk a little bit about this stigma that your parents had about you doing music um you know how is that side of the world stigmatized amongst people who don't quite understand it? So from, and I, I see this is like, I'm only getting, I guess, from like my parents' perspective, you know what I mean? Because like, I've never really talked to anyone and then be like, oh, like, I don't know. Okay, so like, I guess the stigmatism comes from like, you know, anyone who doesn't listen to like music, they immediately, they, they, they take metal and they're like Satan, like immediately. Like they just like, they do it every time. And they're like, yo, okay, cool. I'm going to lid this with every single person in a metal band is a Satanist and they're doing drugs and they're fucking ordering prostitutes like on Hollywood Boulevard for no reason. You know what I mean? And they're just like, because all it's, it's all the Hollywood like shit that came with it. You know what I mean? So like, there's these bands that, you know, like, you know, have, you know, whatever the devil shit that's going on in it. Like, I don't fucking care about it. I'm not a religious person at the end of the day. Like, it's just, that's what they see. And that's what they've seen for so long. So anyone who doesn't really listen to the genre of music, they immediately are just like negative, Satan, drugs, sex, alcohol, like the whole time, you know, that's, that's all it is. That's just the big stigma with metal. It's uh, it's interesting, you know. It's interesting how different genres of music have these different uh, stigmas around them. Like, I come from the EDM world, and wh- I mean, what's your assumption when I say EDM and raves? What Molly ecstasy? I, I mean, like, I think yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I think like drugs, like yeah, like drugs, but like party drugs. Like, yeah, party yeah. drugs. It's different, right? Yeah. But that's the stigma that people have. Molly, about it. Coke girls wearing neon nothing yeah fucking gloving and whatever the fuck gloving is. doing all that well, stuff that's actually- see <laughs> that was that was, no well that well I, the only reason i know that is because my ex-girlfriend used to do that at iris yeah. in atlanta like she was like she was one of those like irish chicks that went around and was just like doing all this and i just never understood it i was like i don't know what the hell that is dude like <laughs> but i'm stoked that you're culture. stoked about it i, I don't i just don't get it, you know like, like, well, i'm stoked you're cool with it i'm gonna go back to the concert because like i went yeah. i went to her with to work one night and she's like do these dudes will like pay her like they'll just give her money and like she they're like sweating on drugs like just like <laughs> tweaked out and like she's like right in their face just like blah, 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 for like 
20 minutes and they're just like fucking mesmerized and i'm just like what the fuck is going on here dude like it's so funny because so weird it's a stigma but it's also the fucking truth like that shit happens i know it does and honestly (laughs) dude more power to him i'm not the person that's gonna judge him i just personally do not understand you know what i mean like i just don't get it well and i i think i mean at the end of the day when you come down to it it's like that's where the problem lies it's like people just don't understand it um right first i mean for you you know it's like you don't understand it but like you don't fucking care like you're cool um but for a lot of people particularly like traditional people right if they don't understand it it's immediately Mm -hmm. satan right like it's right you know it's exactly and i I hate because like even metal people like everyone categorizes everything you know what i mean because even metal fans have like Dude, there's like a thousand subgenres of metal now. I don't even know how to categorize metal bands, dude. There's like metalcore and like grindcore, deathcore, like hardcore. And then there's like post rock. You know what I mean? Like there's just all of these like little, and it all just like keeps breaking down. Like there's like a folder. Like you have like a fucking Windows thing open and you click on metal. Yeah. And then there's like thousand folders. And then you click on one of those folders and there's a thousand more folders. And it's just like when like, why is this a thing? You know what I mean? Like, that's why, like, even in my band, like, it's just like with stuff like that, like, I'm just so, I'm so used to people being like, Hey, let me just like categorize this. You know what I mean? Kind of like people categorizing, you know, outside of metal being like, yo, metal is involved Satan. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like this thing, you know what I mean? It's just like cornerstoning things that you don't know about, you know, but that's why we incorporate so many things. Who does it? It's like the same thing. Who came up with the alphabet? You know what I mean? Like who who came up with like why why do we call a couch a couch? You know what I mean? Like why is that a thing? <laughs> who wrote the like, I got a real problem with whoever makes <laughs> genres though because I when when EDM and like screamo started crossing, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, EDM screamo is the dopest genre ever. Yeah. I, 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 I was like EDM screamo. I was like yeah. super original. EDM screamo, EDM screamo. I go, <laughs> yeah. I go on, I go on uh, Spotify one day, and all the the screamo EDM songs are under Emotron. I was like, the fuck is Emotron? Like, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Like, where where are these subgenres coming from? Like, why? Like, like where who gets to an EDM? <laughs> Emotron. Yeah. Like, who gets to category? Who gets to name these things, dude? I want to know who's yeah. in charge. I just want to talk to you. I think like Lil Peep, not like freaking Sullivan King. Like, right. No, absolutely not, dude. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely not. Now, does that, yeah, that's that's intriguing. Do like household names from EDM kind of cross pollinate into the metal world? Like Sullivan King, for example. Like, is that a name that you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know the only reason I know Sullivan King, though, is because I've like, intertwined with him on tiktok a couple times so like because i have i have like almost forty thousand followers on tiktok so like i like just do that shit now for whatever reason and i hate my life sometimes where i'm like (laughs) oh god this is where i'm 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 23 years old and i'm just like making tiktoks all the time but uh i like (laughs) i don't know like he's like liked my stuff and like commented on it and like you know i've heard my friends talk about it he's like i'm going go to the fucking Sullivan King concert back when concerts were a fucking thing. And I was just like, I don't know who the hell that is. And then now I do because of TikTok though. So I, I mean, I, I, I know EDM music though. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I've, I've been to an excision show 
like I I like I, I enjoy like I went to a bassnecker show like the last time they were in Atlanta you know, like he was in Atlanta and stuff and I was just like yeah dude like it was it was fun you know but yeah I guess that's that was my answer to that I don't know what I was going also, with that but yeah that's cool that's I mean cool. that's actually not like not like to plug like featured acts but like to plug featured acts like that's the great thing about platforms like featured acts it's like oh yeah genres cross like oh yeah I'm blown people you can have yeah different genres like how many country artists have talked about rap songs in country songs yeah like there's literally i need some toby key song he's like yo i turn on my truck and throw on little wayne you're like wait what (laughs) (laughs) like wait right what did you just say because i'm pretty sure every single one of your friends hates little wayne um and it's like then you have the edm people are like nah i hate fit for a king you're like wait hold on they're wait what (laughs) <laughs> yeah right how many the difference <laughs> dude like that's what i'm saying like i don't know like that dude that's that's one thing actually that left to suffer is exploring is uh is like some genre like crossover stuff especially with our new stuff but like i've never understood like as a band like not being able to accept like if you don't want to do it obviously don't force yourself yeah. to like make music that you don't want to make but like if you do have the like man, I would really like to incorporate this genre of music into this other genre of music I'm making. That's not illegal. No one ever said that that's like, it should not be a thing, you know? I don't know who's writing, whose laws you're following, or like if you think that there's just some sort of, going to be some sort of like world backlash at you if you fucking have some sort of other influence in in your metal song. Dude, honestly, I'm, I'm not even trying to be an asshole when I say this, but I think that metal is the biggest like, Per, like people who do that though you know what i mean they're just like if it's not fucking metal it's not any, you know what i mean like it's just like they have like that weird thing about that yeah. that i've learned they're just like i i fucking hate any other genre of music that's not metal you know what i mean and it's just like those are like the kids that i'm just like you know <laughs> there's like a little small group of fans that we have that are like that and like they are just like dude like this kid commented on my fucking post the other day or when we released on death he was like I don't know why Taylor's not doing lows the whole time and like why he's singing and stuff. Like he has like the best lows like I've ever heard. And I was like, dude, that's the equivalent. Like if I were to just like lay out my lows on every fucking thing we've ever released, that would literally be the equivalent of you eating Chick-fil-A every day for the rest of your life. And then like expecting it to be the same as the first time you ever ate Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? Like you can't just fucking do something over and over and over and over and over again and expect it to just be special every fucking time you know what i mean and that's where it's at like you know like that's the same thing with like crossing over genres dude like you can do your thing get your fucking like okay like as for instance like if i were just be like if i was a a band right like me as an entity i'm a band i make like a whole metal album i'm like cool i got my wiggles out in the metal world you know i'm like fucking listening to Lil Uzi Vert and Trippy Red for like two months after I released this album. I'm fucking into rap right now. I'm 100% going to fucking make sure that two of the things that I'm vibing on are going to be in the music that I'm writing because at the end of the day, it's the music that you're writing. You're not writing for anyone. You're writing to get like your fucking thing out, you know? Like it's not, I don't know. I just like that's, I feel like people just fall into this like, oh, well, our first album got like 2000 streams, dude. Like we got to fucking. We have to just keep doing that over and over again because they're going to get mad at us if we don't. It's just like, that's not, no, dude. Like, that's not, that's not even a thing. 
Like, like when when Lil Nas when Old Town Road made it on the country, like yeah. the cars and people yeah. like you actually thought like a nuclear bomb went. They were pissed. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just like, like why? Why is someone like, died, dude? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, guys, Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> is on the song. He's talking about horses. I think you can calm down and call it a country song. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, just fucking, like, take a chill pill, dude. Just because you're not used to it doesn't mean it's wrong. Like, relax. But yeah, if Bubba Sparks can write a country song, if he went from booty, 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 fucking yeah. country song, <laughs> I, yeah. I think Lil Nas <laughs> can write a country song. Absolutely, but dude. about that? And I was like, dude, yeah. come on. But yeah, no, it's like, it's it's what makes music music. Is it's that, yeah. that you know, it's don't be afraid expression. of that. That's yeah. all fucking music is a self-expression. And I'm pretty sure through like, dude, so many musicians have lost that aspect of music. Like they don't get that it's self-expression. Either they do it because they think it's fucking cool or they do it because they think that like, I don't know. Like there's just like, they're just like, it doesn't seem like genuine as much anymore. You know what I mean? Not everyone. There's a ton of bands that I know for a fact, like make music that they, they want to make. And that's those bands that are special. You know, they're like they're re- they're releasing things that have emotion in it or yeah. like you can tell that they're stoked on. And that makes me more stoked on a band. And regardless, of, like in, instead of someone just being like, oh, yeah, dude, like we just, you know, we just released this song. It's pretty cool, I guess. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, what? Like, why? Like you could like you like what? Why are you not like amped up like to the point where you are like headbutting your head through a wall when you release music? Because that's where I get like when we release stuff. Dude, I wake up with like the feeling of when I'm like five years old and I thought that Santa just left a shit ton of presents downstairs. <laughs> like I'm just like that. Yeah! like let's fucking go. I get that way. Like I did it, I did it today. That's why I'm still I'm kind of jacked up right now. I'm not gonna lie. Because like I'm just like we just released the, fucking the best tour. day to have you. Yeah, we just, <laughs> well, we just like announced a fucking our first full US tour today. Amazing. Like that's been a but... dream of mine for fucking years, dude. And like now I'm just like you know, it's just fucking cool. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the passion with music has been lost for some people, man. It just sucks, but it's all yeah. good. It sucks. But yeah. let's, talk, let's talk about your passion, man. Let's talk about this EP on death and this tour that you just mentioned. I'm very curious. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, on death is the fucking best thing that I've ever written personally as a vocalist. Um, basically, it's... Okay, so I went through something pretty pretty serious a couple years ago. I don't really like want to super dive into that, but um, I had like a like the grieving process is what that whole that whole EP is about, and it's like about having to like recover from something that's like just been unrealistically traumatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so <laughs> from like point A like to point B like the, from the event to death on that EP is like the most emotion that I have ever, ever even like had to be able to like get to put out of me and stuff. So in the story, this like chick like kills her husband on accident. So she wakes up from like a, uh, so she, this, this chick has like crazy night terrors. Right. Cause I didn't, I, so I didn't want the, the EP to be about me. Sorry. Let me retract a little bit. I didn't want this EP to be like my story. Cause I didn't want it to be a pity party. I don't really feel like yeah. being like, I don't want to be like, hey, dude, like this happened to me and I don't want to be specific about my situation because it's just like, you know, I have four other people in a band with me and I don't ever want it to be like, this is like Taylor, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, 
left to suffer is left to suffer for a reason and we all work together and I can't do it without them. So I'm not going to sit here and try to just like, yo dude, like I fucking lost someone and I got real sad about it. And so I'm going to like, so I can, it's so easy for me to just take those emotions and get it out of me, but I can put it in a totally different situation and just not talk about my situation, but put my emotions in like a different story, but still tell the same story. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So like in this story, this chick has like crazy uh, like night terror. She like sleepwalks and like does like, she like hits herself in her sleep and like, just like, is not like great. Like she just has like this crazy thing going on. And um, her husband comes home from like a work trip really, like really early. And she wakes up and ends up killing him while she's in this like manic sleepwalking state. And so she doesn't remember and she wakes up and she goes through like the house and she's waiting for her husband to get home and she like realizes that there's bruises all over her and then she like looks in the backyard there's a tarp and then she goes out there and she like starts realizing like over like the the course of like the event the first song is all just like this whole thing is like her like realizing what's going on and she's like oh my god like I was in this I was like knocked out and like now I'm realizing like reality is setting in and like I have to like deal with this and that's like a lot to like hit you like all at once you know what i mean like it's just this like your whole world like your dude like you're you they're gone like the person that like you're super close to is done and you feel like you're at fault for it so like you're going through this entire like process of like you're you're blaming yourself and it's just dark and like you want to like you know you have suicidal thoughts and like you know you get man it's like man so the whole ep is just you manically spiraling through this this grieving process until you almost get to acceptance and then you kill yourself you know what i mean and like in well she she ends up killing herself but like in the the symbolism of how that like tied back with me is it just like i just i don't know like i fucking i i attempted i attempted to commit suicide and then it was just like after that i realized i was like you know i'm worth more than this and I feel like I, I have something that I can work for that's not, like, I, I'm not just, like, a waste of space. You know what I mean? So that's where, like, our, the new one that we're writing is, like, another, it's all symbolistic to, like, the situation or whatever. I'm going to kind of explain this. So, like, we're writing another EP right now. And so basically, in the story, this chick, the on death, she kills herself. And then the next EP, she wakes up and realizes that the whole thing was a simulation so like <laughs> yeah it's like dude it's so fucked yes. like <laughs> yeah and I so know. like she like w- so yeah so like just like she she kills herself because she thinks that she killed her husband she wakes up and she's just like fucking attached to this doctor's bed and like she's like what the fuck dude and like they're like yo oh my god like uh she killed herself in the simulation like she failed this test and like those, so she like they kind of just like toss her to the wolves, you know what I mean? And like it's just kind of like this weird like you're in limbo and you have no idea what's what's real, but you're trying to find yourself is basically what that turn what that whole EP the next EP turns into. And yes, yeah, so it's basically the same thing that's like symbolizing me like after the whole like I try to commit suicide, like I I went into this whole like okay like. I have to figure out like what's going on with me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know like what the fuck I'm supposed to do right now, but it's like this pat, like you're just like, okay, like I'm by myself. I'm homeless. Like I have a fucking Jeep and like $2 to my name. 
and I'm just like fucking figuring shit out, you know? And it's just kind of, it's just the same thing, you know? It's like, that's all of it is just like a fucking me exp- explaining in, an, in, in, an, in a weird indirect way about my life, which is like, you know, as I'm explaining it, I'm like, dude, I feel like I sound like a fucking crazy person, dude. Cause like trying <laughs> to like tie wow. it in. Cause I like, cause I don't want to like miss anything. Cause I'm just like, okay. So like this, this symbolizes this and then this symbolizes this. It's just like, but like, it, I don't know, I guess like if you catch the it gist, is, I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but yeah. yeah. It's the storytelling no, that's, that's, that's incredible. Like, yeah. I, th- I think it's a really, it's a really cool way to tell a story through your music while also kind of i guess coming like to reckon with it yourself right um and i i think that's really incredible um and i want to say i love this conversation this has been so good but we're starting to run out of time so i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap us up with our last question and that is just what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone that might be listening to this right now who may be in your shoes two years ago? Uh, don't quit. If you feel like it's getting too hard, then keep going because that's when you know that the payoff is going to be the best in the long run. When you feel like things are starting to stack up, just breathe and keep trucking because that's all life. That's all you can do with life, dude, unless you want to give up, you know, like, and I don't, I don't think that anybody really wants to give up. That's not the, that's not the way out, you know? So just keep trucking. That's all it is. It's great. I agree with that. It's like the vine, man. Like I've been saying all day, the original vine, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hell yeah, man. Well, it was awesome having you on. Absolutely. So Sorry, I rambled for so long. Rant, yeah. rant, realness, greatness. Probably one of the best podcasts I've had. Hell yeah, um, man. With that, so let's close out. Thank you for having on. If you want to find out any more details about Left to Suffer, check them out on Instagram, on TikTok, on Spotify, on literally everything. They're insanely easy to find. If you can't spell Left to Suffer, then I'm not even going to explain it to you. You don't deserve to know us, then. <laughs> <laughs> so... With that, thank you all, and we will see you again next week.